Fist Podcast, Episode 5. I got the mic. And I have the opinions. And I got a brand new mic, actually. It's professional. I feel like you guys know the emoji of the old school mic that you would like kind of hold up to your face. Um, it's sort of like that. It's a little fancier. Yeah, it's pretty. It's, it's also fancy. I'm petrified now because it's going to be so embarrassing when we sit down and spend 15 minutes doing this podcast and then find out that the audio didn't work because I got a fancy new mic. He should have set up three more mics like he did last time. Don't worry. I got I got, got them. I got them all hidden. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. That's right. All right, cool. We have big, big news right now for Holy Hands During Fist Podcast. Conor McGregor is back. He's fighting Donald Cowboy Cerrone January 18th. UFC 246. This is craziness. Uh, the circus is back in town. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Uh, everybody knows Conor McGregor, and uh, he's back. This is super kind of last minute. Like, uh, they didn't have an event planned for this in January, and McGregor said it was going to happen in January, and everyone's like, no fucking way, and apparently it's really happening. So, uh, should be pretty exciting. It's going to be the whole... Uh, media circus uh, leading up to that I'm sure uh, people in the MMA industry like ourselves <laughs> <laughs> talk about how the rising, t- uh, rising tide raises all ships is that how the quote goes? something like that high tide rises all ships whatever <laughs> it's basically a fancy way of saying that because Connor's fighting Everyone's just going to get more views and clicks and editors are more willing to spend more money to fly uh, journalists out to go actually see the fight live and everything like that. So we're going to set a stretch goal and try to get to 20 listens by that. Uh, Whoa, yeah, that's big. I was going to say 25, but I reforecasted because I thought that was a little too aggressive. I think it's a little aggressive. Um, Connor vs. Cowboy, man, it's going to be a big freaking deal. Uh... I just want to read what Cowboy said about it. Uh, he just wrote on Instagram, Let this soak in. This will be my 51st MMA fight, which is crazy. And I plan to add new numbers to all these lists come January 18th. I hold the all-time UFC record for wins with 23. I hold the all-time UFC record for finishes with 16. I hold the all-time UFC record for post-fight bonus awards with 18. I hold the all-time UFC record in knockdowns with 20. I hold the all-time UFC record with 7 knockouts via kick. Uh, so that's pretty fucking badass. That's who, if you don't know uh, MMA and you don't know Cowboy Cerrone, uh, that's how tall of a task he has. Uh, Connor's gonna have. Um, so we'll see what happens. We're gonna examine this fight at nauseum, and everybody, everybody who's kind of follows MMA Lucy knows that it was gonna happen. Uh, but the fact that it's official now is pretty exciting, and this is just the beginning of us talking about it uh, forever. Yeah, I'm hoping though. Not hoping. I, I I don't think it's going to become the shit show that usually occurs when Connor is involved. I think there's mutual respect so far. There has been, don't you think? Yeah, and I hope it stays that way, man. Connor. I mean, we should we should just do a whole episode about Connor at some point because. Yeah, you, that'll you, raise the ships. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You and I jumped on the bandwagon right when he was really, really coming up. Uh, like the whole build-up to the first Aldo fight, when he had when Aldo had to pull out and Mendez replace him, we were like fully invested by that point. And 
we followed all those fights leading up, to, coming out of that. And I remember when he won his second, uh, when he became the champ champ at MSG, I looked at you and I was like, it's only downhill from here, man. Yeah, was I so, remember that. <laughs> he was so high, he was so, at such a pinnacle, and it's like, the, I, I know how this story ends, man. It's it's usually pretty poorly. And I think, like, him fighting Khabib and that whole debacle from last year was a disaster. And it, it got even worse than that after losing to Khabib with everything that happened this year in 2019 with the guy, the old man that he punched at the bar, uh, with other allegations of sexual misconduct and 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 fathering illegitimate children... Man, we've got to do an episode just timelining everything. Uh, I really hope Connor's just over all that bullshit. And I, I, I want to root for him, man, but I'm, I'm a little burned out by him. I know. Go. Go. It's early on. I'm putting you on the spot. Who are you rooting for in this moment? Just give me man. a name. Nothing else. Uh, man, the... The, the way I feel now, Cowboy. Thank you. That I, was honest. I had to do the preface, the way I feel now. Connor broke my heart, man. He was my idol. Okay, no. Um, what I, I kind of am enjoying is uh, like the images coming out to, to promote the fight. It has like the bottle of Proper 12 and then the bottle of Budweiser. Obviously Proper 12 for Connor. And the Budweiser for um, Donald Cerrone. He just drinks beer. <laughs> Budweiser specifically. Shout out to Mari. Um, and, yeah. and it's kind of great. It's going to get old soon. But what I don't think you know is, do you know what we're doing on January 18th? Do you remember? Oh, is that our 10th episode? No, I hope to God not. <laughs> no, January 18th, our friends Miranda and Sal wanted us all to go to a beer and bourbon oh, festival. Shit. So it's very a la Connor Cowboy. Beer and, and bourbon? Yeah, what? Isn't that so strange? That is so strange. And so we're going to be shithoused. Yeah. So please, guys, let us know who wins that night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to still pay the $69.99 to watch it the next fucking day. It's not even going to be live. Yep. God. All right. We spent more time than I wanted to on Connor and Cowboy, but I they, they, they deserve it for starting off the show. It's going to be a big deal. So, And it's the first topic that we're having on our new mic. So. Yes. It's, it's worthy. Fuck you, doubt. <laughs> Go to this weekend. This weekend? This weekend. Oh. This weekend's fights... Uh, in, in terms of what I'm most excited about, I don't know what you're most excited about. I don't know what excites you these days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad UFC is back this weekend. Okay, that's cool. I will say that. Well, let me interrupt you then and talk about what I'm excited about. Boxing. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited boxing. about this too. Yeah, it's a running theme of the Holding Hands and Throwing Fist podcast. Heavyweight boxing is fucking exciting as all hell. And Anthony Joshua is fighting... Uh, uh, Goddamn, what's his first name? Why am I blanking now? Andy Ruiz. Isn't that his name? Andrew? I know! <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Anthony Joshua is fighting Andy Ruiz in a rematch in Saudi Arabia. Uh, if you guys are not... Yes, it is Andy Jr., by the way. Of course, line. yeah. <laughs> um, Andy Ruiz Jr. Uh, 
Did he TK or he beat Anthony Joshua in their first match? Uh, Joshua was the heavyweight champion from England, making his uh, debut in America, fighting at the Hulu Theater at uh, MSG, and. He was just supposed to run through. It was, uh, it was not supposed to be any challenge whatsoever, but it's the ultimate David and Goliath story. And Ruiz, who's this uh, heavyset boy, uh, Mexican guy uh, from California. With the sweetest smile. Sweetest smile. He just, <laughs> and most caring eyes. He, uh, Soft-spoken, I would, I would yeah, say. Yeah. But just looking like a good dude, which is another Holding Hands Throwing Fist podcast theme, good guy, Andy Ruiz. Uh, shocked the boxing world with beating the hell out of Anthony Joshua. Uh, so that is the um, rematch this weekend. That is, well, they're rematching this weekend, but it was like, what do you call it? Like a Cinderella story, I guess, in the initial uh, match. So, well, you don't like Cinderella, Cinderella story? story. Oh, well. Upset? I would just go upset. upset. Just we'll say upset. Yeah. So there we go. So they're fighting this weekend, and. Uh, the sacks, the stacks. I don't even know what you're trying to say. Are stacked against Andy Ruiz, I think, because um, Joshua is probably coming back with a vengeance, and they're in Saudi Arabia. So who knows how much Joshua's manager Eddie Hearns is paying all those fucking judges? I hate that about boxing. Yeah. Not that judges in MMA are much better, but that's yeah. some bullshit. Whatever. Yeah. Saudi Arabia has Snickers, don't they? That's true, and Anthony, uh, I mean, Andy Ruiz is sponsored by Snickers. I think he loves yeah. a good old Snickers. He looks he like he loves them. Uh, here's a quick question for you before we jump to the next topic. What's worse, incompetence or uh, corruption? In the business? Yeah, MMA, well, and just... Uh, or within the fighters. In life, man. MMA judges are incompetent, but boxing judges are corrupt. That's too deep for me right now. Cool. <laughs> Here, talk about April then. April? Yeah, yeah. let's go to April. So uh, last episode we mentioned that uh, Habib and Tony fight might happen. My cousin Patrick Grady like, gave us the heads up, and it was officially confirmed. So April 18th in Brooklyn, cross your fingers. We told you last episode about the bad juju surrounding these two guys getting together. Who knows? It might happen. It might not. What's more important is the Tony Ferguson, like, memes that have come out. Um, They remind me so much of those old school, um, like, Chuck Norris jokes. I, I would cry at all of them. If you don't remember those jokes, they went something like, Chuck Norris can slam a revolving door. Or... Chuck Norris ordered a Big Mac at Burger King and got one. And I just read George, my favorite, one of my favorites, not my favorite, one of my favorites, is Chuck Norris can divide by zero. <laughs> so Tony has this other thing going on that Tony Ferguson is what, the kind of guy or the type of guy? Type of guy, type of guy, yeah. So hit, hit us with some good ones, babe. Oh, man, there's... <laughs> There's a bunch of really good ones. Uh, let's see what we got here. You don't hit us with some Tony. I'm gonna hit you with more Chuck Norris, who counted to infinity three times. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Ferguson, the type of guy to give advice to his own corner in between rounds. <laughs> 
Tony Ferguson, the type of guy to maintain eye contact with his barber. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> Tony Ferguson, the type of guy to break up with his girlfriend to condition his heart. <laughs> That's kind of funny, but sad. <laughs> Tony Ferguson, the type of guy to send location to Khabib's bear. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Tony Ferguson, the type of guy to floss and then eat after. <laughs> He's crazy. Wait, so was it his fight with um, Cowboy? Yeah. That's a fight that people yeah. should watch. Yeah. Tony Ferguson and Cowboy. Yeah. There's it's, another... Oof. Yeah, there's another famous meme that has like... So t- Tony Ferguson, for his background... Uh, He's been on like a 12 fight win streak or something. And there was a meme that came out after his... Lo- was his last fight against Cowboy? I believe. Yeah. And it, and it has, a, this meme has a picture of his last seven opponents, and they oh, all right. look like they got freaking mauled by a bear. All their faces are chopped up. Oh, 20... I like the little shout out to the bear again. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> So, uh, this is another fight that we're going to have a long time to talk about, so... We'll jump shit, but another reason... That's that's the theme of this week. It's just an exciting time for next year's fights. <laughs> it is, yeah. which is not just for UFC. Um, so next on our top five is that Bellator Dublin was booked. Um, there was one year George and I were going to fly to Ireland, and like we were so close to booking our tickets so mm-hmm. that we could go see... James Gallagher fight. We mentioned him last weekend because someone um, spoke badly about his mom and he got in their face. (laughs) And so he's headlining the card for this Bellator Dublin, as he should. He's Irish. Um, And he was headlining the last one. And we were so close to booking our tickets. I think I had already texted my cousin Sheila, like, we're coming. And then we didn't because we find it hard to follow through on a lot of things. Yeah. And James pulled out, so... Yeah. Saved some money there. Saved some money there. And you know what? We could go to this one, though. I think we might be going. We might be going to this one. We'll, we'll let you guys know. Yeah, we're getting... We're flying back uh, from our winter vacation, our winter sun vacation the day before. Which is perfect. Yeah. Let's go to Ireland and freeze our asses off. Yeah, that pretty great. <laughs> All right, next. Next, last. Next, last. Q&A. We uh, asked you guys on Instagram uh, some questions, and we got some answers from uh, you fools. Yeah. So thanks for participating. It's super fun. I think we're going to try to do this every week or uh, however we see fit. Yeah, we consistent, though. Yeah, we consistent. We do it every week. Our question for this week uh, came from my question for George last week with our initial Q&A. Um, run and we just asked favorite color shorts to fight in I think something along those lines Mm -hmm. we got some solid answers but we're going to go with top three Mm -hmm. answers Mm -hmm. Um, in no particular order we loved Michelle's answer so specific I love a specific color she said goldenrod yellow beautiful Beautiful. Um, our homeboy Ernie, of mm-hmm. course, participated. I'm sure you could all guess because Ernie is the new black. He said orange. There you go. Solid choice as well. I think you mentioned it. Um, and last but not least, our friend Slick Nick came through with a really smart, original shorts color idea. 
But now that I'm saying it out loud, I don't think this is a color. You won't judge for yourselves. He said see-through. Yeah. Can you picture it? I am, but also not. That's very Emperor's new clothes, right? (laughs) You tell everyone you're wearing see-through shorts, but you're not really wearing see-through shorts. I don't know. I don't know if Nick's that deep. That leads to Nick's question, potentially. (laughs) So we asked you guys, what questions do you have for us? So, uh, Nick, who had the see-through questions, I just want to give the visual to you. Don't forget, you got to wear a cup underneath there, too. That actually makes it better. Yeah. A little bit, right? See? A little bit. Nick, okay. it, Nick's a gentleman. <laughs> uh, Nick asked, uh, holding hands at Doring Fist Podcast, want to grapple? To that, Nick, I say yes. Uh, and I also just want to throw out there that with every beer that I have, the answer is louder and louder and more emphatically, yes. So, thanks for that question, Nick. Um, John Early 20. <laughs> Shout out to John. Asked, is Joe Rogan the fucking man? Uh, and I thought long and hard about this question. And I think the answer to that is, uh, yeah, probably. I'm not the biggest Rogan fanboy in the world. because He's it, pretty close, everyone. Uh, the, uh, his fanboys are, are fucking... Okay. I, yeah. I will give you that only because we went to one of his shows. I and thank God you are not one of those guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the kind of guy who brings his girlfriend to a Joe Rogan comedy show for sure. <laughs> but I, I, we haven't done that, A, in a long time, and B, I don't faint when I see him. Like, that's what that's what like a fanboy is to me. Like, oh my fucking God, it's Joe Rogan. Like, I think Joe Rogan is the fucking man because he does whatever he fucking wants. He's very clear clearly high up on Mazel's hierarchy of needs. He has I love your word choice. He's high up. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he does whatever he wants. He's super fucking rich. He uh, is all about uh, testing himself and fucking get, uh, following like his interests and he has all his pursuits from jujitsu to archery to uh, psychedelics. Which is no e- easy matter. I know that. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with he is the He's fucking, the fucking man. man. And he also definitely brought UFC to the fucking next level in MMA, and he deserves his respect for that. But let's not forget Fear Factor is where he started. <laughs> All right. Let's go to our favorite question from this week. Favorite question. Would you say That's my favorite question. Would yeah. you say it's your favorite question? Of course. Can I ask you? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So our favorite question this week came from Melissa. She hit home with this one. Mm -hmm. Her question was, who would tap out first in a fight? Me, meaning Melissa, or me, meaning Anna. Mm -hmm. So I hope you thought about this one. (coughs) I've played the scenarios in my head uh, many times. And... um, I think it's pretty clear. I think it, there's only one outcome every single time. Uh, Melissa, as far as I know her, is not as ridiculously stubborn as you are. And I feel like you will go to sleep or have your arm broken before you tap. 
and I think Melissa might actually tap because she's uh, she's okay with living to fight another day. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't I don't know. She's pretty stubborn too. Yeah. I think one of her favorite words to describe herself is is like scrappy. She's scrappy. Mm. So I'm going to say that neither of us would ever tap out. We might beat each other in a different way. One of us may win in a different way. But if her question said tap out. Oh, wait. You guys are saying. you, you Okay. This is going to be another 10-minute conversation right here. No, it's not. <laughs> you thought about you two fighting each other. In my head, I was like, well, who am I going to tap first? <laughs> Yeah. Like, I'm fighting each of you. I read that question. Wow. Who would tap I, first in a fight? I'm pretty sure I got what she meant. But oh. maybe I didn't. Who knows? I meant, like, general fight. If it was you versus Melissa, you better fucking win because I've not been practicing on you for the past five years for you to tap out. Have you seen her arms? She's yeah. fucking strong. That's why you got a heel hooker. All right, so we know what we're doing after this episode. Heel hook defense. <laughs> I'm going to Melissa's house, and I'm giving her a heel hook defense. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we love you. Uh, some big news coming out this week, so follow the Instagram for all our bullshit. And uh, this episode was brought to you by uh, my cousin Aspasia, her boo Mike. And, of course, Colleen for always having our back. Uh, Love you guys. Peace.